pipes are Mitch. All right, guys. Uh, so thank you for listening to this thing that I'm trying to do. Welcome back. We've got episode six. And today we've got an interesting guest. Uh, be our first woman guest on the show. So thank you, mystery guest, for appearing. So this person and I go way back, way back to Lord knows when, when uh, the, the earth <laughs> itself was created. Um, you know, well, that's how it feels. So mystery guest, would you mind introducing yourself and how we know each other, please? I am Chrissy, also known to the nieces and nephews in our family as Auntie Pissy Corn. Yes. Um, <laughs> I am Mitch's sister, but, you know, technically stepsister. Um, sister from a different mister and mother. But, uh, yes. you know, yes. I don't My see it as that. Bro. I don't see it as that. No. It's just pain in the ass and I'm, I'm a pain in yours, apparently. So Yeah, yeah, you, you're all a pain in my ass. I'm the eldest of all of us. Yep. And yeah. the shortest. Yeah, it's kind of ironic, isn't it? I mean... If you was if you were the captain of the ship steering us and trying to you know guide us and uh you know we're all fudged. Oh <laughs> uh, no, we're not. I've got the experience now. Okay, once upon a time, yeah, probably not a good good uh, role model, but uh, oh, yeah, well, I reckon I've got well, enough experience. Everyone got to hear about all about the Freddy days and whatever. So you know, <laughs> and the one consistent uh, thing that hasn't changed is that it hasn't grown at all. Anyways, all good. <laughs> Things you do, people go. Oh, you're either a grower or a shower. I'm a stower. It stays away. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Freddie. Oh, stir your shit, Mitch, and just absolutely stop embarrassing yourself, there, champion. <laughs> okay, Poor so Freddie. Oh well. So yeah, I mean, we could share some stories about us growing up soon, if you like. We could delve into that region. So, um, story goes, my dad met your mum back in the late 90s, I believe it was. I think it was circa 98, 99. Yeah, uh, around, yep. That's shout outs right. to uh, Mark and Pam, still rocking it on the sunny coast. And um, so it's interesting because what's there is about a five-year age gap between yourself and me, I think. Yeah, so I just turned 36. Yeah, so I'm 30. So four and a half years. Yeah. And um, so it's interesting because growing up, you know, when we first got together, we'd all hang, we'd all like, when you, when mum, oh, sorry, when you, when dad and your mum got together first, uh, you all lived in one of the um, sort of apartments above a, one of the motels in Goulburn there. So it was a, a live-in, it was a, a live-in three-bedroom house. Um, mum was the manager of the motel. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, in that time, countless hours of handball played, we played <laughs> we had know, our the, own car park. the original PlayStation. Um, we absolutely, we absolutely made um, memories and whatever. And men of a, you know, door, door knock and runs we used to do. Then your mum would be like, <laughs> what are you doing? They're guests here. Don't be so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go in the car park when the expensive cars are in. No. <laughs> So it was interesting. And, um, and quite the, one of the um, sort of first times we moved down, oh, we cut some, my brother and I, um, we'd come down every school holidays and, you know, we'd hang out and whatever. And it was, it was always like, it's different, you know, when stuff changes like that. And for a seven-year-old Mitch, who's, who was like, his attention span was about 10 seconds. And it's ironic, <laughs> other, other parts of me only last for 10 seconds these days too. Oh, like my ability to scroll through Facebook. Come on, Christine, you can do better than that. <laughs> No, that's not what our family is about at all. I think when we all got together and, and we'd have our dinners together, we were young but, and, and only kids, but the stuff, I swear our parents were mortified with the things that would come out of mouth. I think we'd quote South Park constantly yeah. um, and <laughs> just talk some horrible things. But it, it only ever happened when we were all together. 
And we only it, ever got away with it when we're all together as it's, well. It's surprising how we're all adults now. Like, honestly, you could you could go back and go, these poor parents. <laughs> Especially and, me. I mean, oh if it wasn't, um, you know, Nathan and I arguing or my whinging about because I was such a fussy eater. I was so bad. Oh, mashed potato was about it, wasn't it? Oh, and a pocket full of dreams. Um, but... <laughs> <laughs> One thing that I never really could comprehend is yourself, Amanda and Nate. You all have asparagus on, on bread with sauce. What's with that? Yeah, it, it just, we're at a, at a family barbecue at oh. um, Ma and Pa's. It brings back lots of good memories as Pa only passed away last year. Shout out. Um, Terrific shout man. Out. Terrific man. Beautiful man. Um, but we, we, they always had fresh bread rolls and there was always tinned asparagus and Pop's favourite barbecue sauce. And one day we just, Put it all together and it was amazing. It was like firecrackers <laughs> in your mouth. Give it a go. Uh, for all those that um that are listening, going ooh, like myself. Apparently, there was a big sheltered culture in Goulburn growing up, <laughs> 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 and apparently, tin asparagus was always on special. So you know, whatever. Yeah, but that's the favorite barbecue sauce. That's the secret. That's the secret in there. Well, but I, I hope... do miss. I can't. I see. I can't have it like the other kids, like Mandra and Nathan have it now you've got to have it with fresh crusty full of gluten bread and i can't i can't do that now so i it's not the same not the same well that's one um so you know we'll get to that point in a sec but that's one of the reasons you and i get along so well is because we both have horrible guts you are a celiac and i have crohn's disease and over the years we've spent many hours talking about like you know what's not working and all this stuff so it's unfortunate that such a crappy thing mind the pun has made something so relatable so like okay so being the first thank you for being the first lady on the show um my pleasure so the premise you know it's loosely predicated on the fact that we speak about dating and stuff so could you take us through a little bit of your dating history and your current status and uh all that sort of thing well obviously i i haven't been in the dating history the dating scene for a long time i've been with my husband for 14 years this month um yeah, that's but- cool Good dude. Shout out, gorgeous man. Um, yes, he is. He, he is. Um, 14 years we've been together, but there was a train wreck prior to, to my relationship with him. Um, so, what, is, what do you mean by train wreck? Well, okay. So, primary school. Uh, primary school. No, that's horrible. We don't Starting start early. Um, <laughs> <laughs> high school. Um, teenage. Gotta love bloody good service, I'll tell you. Uh, so, what? Sorry about that. We're having technical glitchy difficulty so you use the term train wreck what do you mean by that (laughs) well I started young I started young and for some reason I always had to be in a relationship um I had my first teenage love for a couple of years um and it was a few years and at that age at 16 15 16 you're in love that's all that matters that's the whole world um until one day he just we're walking holding hands and he says can we just be friends and that was over was done um teenage dramas uh, so you got friend zoned via walk oh oh was horrible heartbreaking and then every girl that he would date afterwards i was so jealous of because i was still trying to get back there (laughs) um and we still look we still talk from time to time i i um you know you grow you grow apart when you're that age you're just not you're growing older um, so we, we still talk, we got each other on Facebook. I got his wife on Facebook. He's got beautiful kids. Um, he's doing really well. And then because I was a heartbroken teen and pretty chaotic and all sorts of other things, I then went and dated a 21 year old douchebag. Codename Wombat. Codename Wombat. Yeah. Why was he codenamed Wombat? 
because he had the fattest ass you've ever seen. <laughs> no, I Sorry, think because he, he was nocturnal, sleep. I think. Dad dubbed yeah. him on back because he was nocturnal, I think. Yeah, he slept all day. It's one of Dad's yeah. finest, actually. He's had a few moments, but I'll give him that one. That's um, yeah, it wasn't a bad one at all. I think all. it was eat, eats roots and leaves at night and <laughs> sleeps all day. Do you know? Fun fact about the wombats. So I worked at it last week. I spoke with Carl. Talk about working at a conservation resort, and one of their things is that they got a national rehabilitation project with, with wombats. And anyways, so I learned that wombats use their ass to protect themselves against predators like foxes. What they'll do is they'll um go back to their burrow to hide and then a fox will poke its head in and then it'll, it'll use its ass to either crush its head at the top or the bottom of the burrow. Oh. So literally getting it done, ass in first. <laughs> well, I, I pr- probably should have known that for my husband when we first were dating, he tried to, I was having a really upset time. Um, he was driving us around in the dark and this wombat was in the middle of the road and he thought it would be funny to go and kick it up the ass to get it off the road. Obviously, just gently. He didn't hurt it. But I'm glad he didn't turn around and back that ass up. He would have been hurt. Oh, I don't want your wombat touching my man's badonkadonk. Back <laughs> that ass up. But, yeah, like they, <laughs> um, they, they, they can run quite quick and their claws, they can absolutely tear what holes in you. So, mm, mm, yeah, but this, this, this 21-year-old, he couldn't do that. He was too lazy to do that. Fair enough. So, you know, we... <laughs> We learned from our mistakes, I suppose. But um, actually, from memory, you said, I bet you can't guess the the um, password on my phone. Four zeros, guessed it. First go. <laughs> I felt like a cyber hacker, like in the Matrix or something. It's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, so where were we? We were, yeah. Okay, sorry. so um, Wombat, what happened after wombat, the old Wombat? 21-year-old and I was 16. I very much. He was a drug user. He um, was violent. He was horrible. Stayed with him for a couple of years until I went, you know what? I'm I'm a young, strong, independent woman. I don't need this then. You learnt your, um, so you learnt your self-worth a little bit, you know, a bit of life experience. Yeah, yeah, and escaped, escaped a DV relationship. Um, you know, I, it took me, you know, I obviously wasn't living at home. Um, I wasn't around you guys a lot. It took me losing a lot of friends and family um, to do that. This was caused by my relationship. Wombat feeling like that he alienated you. Um, Mm. So, okay. Mm. Can we just shed a bit of light on, so DV, it's obviously nothing to be laughed at. And Mm. obviously every guest I've had on here has been a male and I'm trying to change the demographic a bit. So shed a light on that one. Good on you for your bravery and having the strength to go, you know what, stuff this. I'm going to, mm. you know, because characteristics are emotional blackmail, physical violence, emotional violence, isolation. Man- manipulation, isolation, all those terrible things, which, you know, I'm very sorry to hear that you went through that. And to any anyone out there going through uh, like a domestic violence situation like Chrissy's, um, you know, where's somewhere, like what advice would you give to someone who might be out there right now struggling, you know, screaming for help where would one go do you think if if you've already found yourself in that position the biggest if you can find a way to speak to to anybody that external to your relationship it will empower you um for me I was lucky enough to have um a counselor um at that stage and she was amazing she she's incredible I, I put a lot down to that woman um helping me she gain insight into what is domestic violence because you sometimes you're, you're so entrenched in their behavior that you you think you're the problem um you don't realize it 
It's so, great. It's great how things have changed over the years in terms of like mm. awareness and in terms of so like you know the campaigns that the government runs about it. Like the with the raw, is it the white the white lapel? You white can ribbon. Buy? White ribbon. That's yeah. it. Yeah, and stuff ribbon. like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yep. And it's it's about identifying um, behaviours first and, and you know, men, I'm not saying that if you've done it, if a man has perpetrated before, they'll keep doing it. And there's all sorts of um, avenues and, and ways of learning because a lot, one thing I really wish that would be done is more, more training in um, high schools of what is domestic violence, what is a healthy relationship and you know, I, I wish that there was way more because it starts in, in high school. You can see it even with my kids, the controlling and they don't even realise they're doing it because it's not. There's no book on what is a healthy relationship and what isn't. Well, I guess there is, but not for the younger teens. Yeah, and, um, and also in, a, in an age where the world is accessible at your fingertips, whether it's in the, the art mm. form of a phone or a, a tablet or whatever, you know, mm, yeah. and there's cyberbullying yeah. and stuff now. It's When we were kids, it was... It was in the form of more physical and mental. And now yeah. you got the social online aspect of it too. I mean, yeah, absolutely. So but I, the online, the online aspect's really good for, for women that are trying to, to get out of a DV relationship. Sometimes they can't get out of the house because they'll be questioned, they'll be challenged. So the online thing can be good for, for women to reach out. There's a lot of places to reach out for online counseling and all that, but you're in the safety of your home. You can do it when you know that person's not around. Um, so while there is some negatives, obviously, to, to phones, I think I think there's also some positives with the, the digital wave as well. And I will I will add some um, interesting links underneath in the bio as well for some possible outlets for women or men, even you know men too. Men go through it as well. Yep. Um, but predominantly, it's it's women that are affected by this, which is it breaks my heart. And I'll link some things below. So. Okay, so fast forward to your non-bat finishing up and you've... Yeah, okay. And then I thought I'd go for the opposite, go for a younger man. Um, So I went for someone that was more Amanda's age, my sister, our sister's age, um, 18 months younger. I was going to say, there's not that much age gap between you two. Is it 18 months or something? 18 months, yeah, yeah. So I went for a younger guy and he's a sweetheart and he's absolutely beautiful and his family have a, a big space in my heart. Um, they helped me through some tough times after leaving and um, oh, leaving is that, that um, gentleman. I remember D. that. Yes, yes. I'll yes. bleep his name out later. Um, yeah. I remember yeah. that dude. Absolutely beautiful man. Absolutely gorgeous um, young man. And and um, we were together for a few years and his family were there and, and everything through a lot when you, I think mum and Mark moved up to the Central Coast, so I was in, in Goulburn alone. Um, oh, geez, that was, geez, with, that was circuit what, 04, 05, something like that? Eight, well, I was 18, so yeah. So um, he was beautiful, and, and I think we just grew apart. Again, that age, you know, you're at that age, you're growing up. Fair enough. Sorry, I'm just making a note to take out the old mate's name later on. Okay, so... <laughs> Okay, so then, um, so yeah, this, so w- w- that was just that was just realizing you're on different paths, and he left. Um, amicable sounds amicable to me. It it kind of was. He did come running back because I was I was broken. Um, but by that time, I went. Do you know what? I need a different life. So I was working two jobs. He found it very difficult to work. <laughs> um I think we just had we just had different paths that we wanted to go on I was you know career getting on with a good positive life and he was still in the chill 
you know, straight to the back, back of, of the satellite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you know, so it, it was. That's a good little music number. Sorry about that. It was beautiful. Um, and then after that, I thought, well, given that we don't want to, I don't want a guy that's not going to be working. I decided to go for completely the opposite again and um, got with a, another guy that uh, was buying his own home, had a very good career. He was working hard, but God, he was boring as shit. Um, <laughs> oh, you I spiteful thing. You oh, no. But, oh, you know, there was no work in the relationship. We were together for a couple of years and he just spent most of his time on the computer playing with his nerd buddies. And I spent most of the time out in the back man shed with my, my, my guys, my friends. Um, so we just. So Chrissy's actually short for Christopher and has bigger guns than just about <laughs> any man in my life. Back then, yeah. I think my husband's turned me into a bit of a girl these days. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, he was a nice guy. We were just two different people. But in my hunt in looking for, you know, someone that was on a better path, not DV, that was older, more mature, I, I it was completely opposite. And, and I learned from that relationship that you have to work on a relationship for Definitely. it to work. It's all about compromise, said the single man. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to me giving <laughs> advice. But that's the thing is, I think you learn from from each relationship, and I most certainly have learned from from all of my ex partners. They're all long term, and I lived with all of them except for the first one. So, um, you know, it, it gave me a bit of realization. So after that, I went, you know what? No more boys. I need to focus on a career. I was 21, 21 so like two years each relationship or something. With the I'm, I'm the opposite. I've never, I've only had a sort of handful of long-term relationships and I've never lived with anyone. Um, mm. So it'd be interesting if or when I get to there someday or potential ladies out there. Uh, yeah, plenty. Hook up. It's just lovely. Honestly, I don't know why you struggle so hard, but. Oh, it's, it's um honestly the one of the reasons, sorry, tangent, another tangent again. I guess one of the reasons it's not as if I'm not putting myself out there and I've been on dates. It's just, mm. I, um I work shift work as i mentioned and it's just hard to meet someone who i can get into the groove with like the 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 girl i dated last year as i mentioned before like you're talking about before about being friends with your ex and his wife and kid which is great and i won't say a name just to for privacy but this is the only ex i've sort of kept in touch with and we've we we got together and we talk things like nerd stuff and we review like shows from marvel and star wars and um we're supposed to be getting a feed later actually and just talking about what's happened with wandavision so it's gonna be good so like i get I, I never understood that that sort of whole thing until like till like recently so you know kudos i to still you. i still talk to um a, a lot of my exes whether long term or short term and and i'll in, in introduce them to my husband and everything you know I, it's it's, I mean, I think Nick, I'll mention him. Shout out to Nick, my best mate. He's been around since I was 15. Um, we've been a lot through a lot together. And um, did I, I mean, there the, was a history did I meet Nick at the way wedding? back when we we're 18. Did I meet Nick yeah. at the wedding? Yeah. 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 Um, and there was a, you know, in the, when we were teens, there was obviously tension. Um, but, that, you know, with no relationship ever come of it. And Sean and him are best mates as well so you know i think jealousy is a big thing that relationships need to get over um, i think jealousy is a wasted emotion personally it is right. two, it two is. people it can sort so shit. two people can get more shit done or sitting down and unfortunately we live in an age where it's a he said she said you know like rumors start whereas 
if someone come to me and goes, you know what, man, this is pissing me off about you. Oh shit. Okay. Let's actually sit down. Exactly. That's what I prefer personally. I conflict resolution is a lot post letting it grow. Um, yes. And you know, but not everyone's wide like me and that's probably a good thing. But um, yeah, I don't know. So kudos to you and the people around you. Um, well, I, I think that, um, well, after going back to the dating history, I, I'll get to, you know, where we, how Sean and I's relationship definitely. works so well. It's, it's, quite, um, it's quite a unique, like, warming story, actually. I, I always like to hear this. Yeah, he's a sweetie. Um, so yeah, I went on a bit of a dating spree. I was doing some dangerous things, hooking up online. I hope my mother isn't going to listen to this. Um, my, my friends, my male friends found out what I was doing and they got super angry because they were just hookups. They were one night hookups. I was putting myself in a position where no one knew where I was. I was just going nuts after being in long-term relationships. Working it, girl. Oh, it's, it's not something I'm not proud of, but also, you know, you, you got to live a bit. You gotta keep um, you gotta so, keep your skills strong, bruh. <laughs> yeah, bruh. I, I, I was back then. Yeah, so I was twenty-one, having fun, freedom for once. Okay, little little um, rhyme. Twenty-one, having fun, getting it, getting it done. Poof. Oh yeah. Collab right there. <laughs> Sony Music, if you're listening, please don't hire us. <laughs> oh god. Um. Okay. So then, so when I was meeting people online, this is way before dating apps way before so was so what was it like was it so what was what was tinder before tinder like where, where would one you know go what? i think i think my mom uh i think i lied to her about meeting sean online until about last year i think she found out maybe last year god i hope i told her because she's gonna listen to this um uh, so uh, <laughs> oh, with the inside scoop here ladies and gentlemen um so back then it was getting on dial-up and oh, getting sad. on dial-up and getting on to, to sites, websites. Now, I got into a website that I did not know was mostly known as a swingers website. Is it like Ashley Madison or something? <laughs> Red Hot Pie. I don't know if it's still around. That's, that's in the name, Christine. <laughs> 14 years ago, I was innocent. 14 years ago, you couldn't tell um, a site called redhotpie.com was bad yeah, news. Yeah. Look. <laughs> Apparently I wasn't the only one because I met lots of singles. Um, oh, red hot and pie. Then, everyone wanted to slice, I'm sure. But there wasn't that many dating sites back then. It like, was all chat rooms just, for memory, wasn't it? Like it you'd was. go into like a chat rooms. big old chat room. There was no video. There was just, I'll put up a photo and there was no filters like Snapchat. MSN Messenger. Um, yeah. You switch over to MSN Messenger after you've been chatting for a while because it was just too slow in the chat room. Um, but, yeah, so I, I met a few guys on Redhotpie.com. That's, yeah, okay. Redhotpie. You have to check it out. That might be a good one for you, Mitty. I don't even, um, I don't even know it's still a thing. Let's have a look while you talk. I don't know. You'll have to have a look. Um, so then this guy who was 30, 34 and I was 21 started. See, one, like, straight up, it's not common that you come across um, big age gaps like that. So mm-hmm, it's cool. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So I was 21 having fun. And my and just for those of you, was- you out there, Red Hot Pie, over 3 million members, mid-Australia's sexiest men and women couples for online dating and hookups. Still a thing. <laughs> Redhotpie.com. And I'm going to log in. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's another avenue for you. Oh, um, God. Oh. So, I won't touch that one. No, don't, don't. Um, but Sean, yeah. So Sean messaged me, 34-year-old guy. He had kids, broken up from a long-term relationship, like 17 years they were together. Um, and I went, oh, that dude's way old. I am so not getting 
I'm not meeting up with him. I'm not interested. No way. No how. So what turns actually, out we what actually okay, sorry, I cut you off there. Tell the story. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So it turns out we um started talking and because I wasn't interested, I was just So yeah. what you so if you weren't responding. interested, what made you respond in the first place? He wasn't sending me dick pics. Ah, so back then it would have been buffering. I would have just got shaft and then that's it. Damn dial up. No, because because a lot of them it just sent instantly send obviously hookup tech messages and dick pics and whatever. Like it's straight in your face for a woman with that stuff. Um, and seems to have not him, changed today. Yeah. But for him, he was just dropping jokes and it was just banter. It wasn't like he was trying to catch up. He wasn't trying to meet me. It was just someone to talk to. A genuine, and he a genuine me, convo. Yeah, he had me howling, laughing, um, <laughs> and he was just really sweet. And so sweet, was it as sweet as that redhotpie.com? <laughs> <laughs> I can't get over that. I'm sorry. I don't know, Pete. I actually haven't talked about what luck he had on that website. I'll figure that out. I'll see later. Oh, um, he was he was the pie. <laughs> Everyone had a slice. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'd only just come out of a 17 year relationship, so I don't know. Um, I'd be a party yeah, pie. Well, it turns out him and I had something in common. His his brother and my and myself work in the same industry in um, in Goulburn, and he was coming down to visit. And he's like, "Do you want to just hang out for a coffee?" And I thought nothing of it. And I thought, "No worries. It, we talk like mates. We had really established a really good friendship." So I played two rounds of rebound volleyball. So for anyone that doesn't know what that is, that's uh, volleyball in a squash court. So a lot faster pace than uh, normal volleyball. It's, uh, it's, it's, ladies and gentlemen, it's not a euphemism. Not a euphemism it's, for switching on redhotpie.com. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually played. So that night I played two rounds of volleyball and I thought this guy's just a friend. He can come pick me up from there. So he did. So, okay, so your, your, idea, your idea to go on this nice coffee date is to be picked up after a sweaty hot. Please tell me you showered first. I didn't think of it because, no, I did it. <laughs> And he's still around today. Was, Fee must be an absolute I was, saint. Oh, I was sweaty. I was red. I was hair everywhere from playing two rounds. And I thought, that doesn't matter. I'm not interested in this guy at all. Um, must know you go to the and, and, <laughs> But then he pulled up in his car. And I think things are different these days because his, his presentation and who he, what he looked like in person was so much better than his photo. I went, oh, dear. He's actually really, really attractive. Oh, lordy, lordy. I, you think I was hot after you think I was hot after volleyball. Look at me now. Now I'm steaming. <laughs> just like that, I, just I, like that sweet red pie.com. <laughs> oh god, stop it. I shouldn't have told you this. My God. I mean, you're See, like oh, things you find out so 14 years later, hey, you didn't know this. Um, but yeah, so he took me out on a coffee date and it was just really sweet. Just coffee. Just coffee. I just, I just like that metaphor is that you come out hot and sweaty and you're a mess. I was so but the well, real was heat was disgusting. like, oh, oh lovely. He was really gorgeous. I thought, dude is old, but dude is cute. He, whatever the um, whatever the female equivalent is for wowsers in the trousers. Yeah, Oof. he was he he's gorgeous. And he still is today. The asshole. Um, he's like a fine he's wine, isn't he? He's like a, and a thick and a thick head of hair, which I'm oh, jealous of. Gorgeous man. Yeah. So uh, good on him. He's good you dude. Know, he took me on a few dates. Uh, he took me on an actual date. We went and walked around the, the War Memorial for a while. And we went and watched a movie. He took me out to dinner. It was just old-fashioned. It was There was no moves. He didn't try to make a move on me. He didn't try. He wasn't grossed in any way. He was 
really nice. But he also knew I was still playing the field. So he, he, there was no jealousy either. Yeah. I didn't want a relationship. He knew I didn't want a relationship because I was going to be a career based. And I told my mom, I'm going to focus on a career. I never, I never like truly understood that concept of I'm a career person, but like, you know, if you knuckle down your studies and your full-time gig, I mean, most jobs out there, you can come home and still make time for people, but yeah, you work crazy hours and late nights and studying workloads and what. Well, yeah, you can, but I mean, I eventually I did do the career with the other half. Um, So, you know, Fast forward, we've we've been through a lot together. He he melted my heart, and after sounded like the, sounded like um, together, the volleyball court did that. But it, it must have been an icy cold heart if it took all that. How the hell he came, he came back? I don't know. After that, that's just I don't know. I I regretted that decision immediately. And it was but, after um, that it was after that that the subscription to RedHotPie.com was cancelled. <laughs> 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 Promise it'll be the last time I bring it up. Was it? It wasn't. But look, after seven <laughs> seven weeks of us being together, I had to tell the poor bloke I was pregnant. Really? Hi. Mm. <laughs> this I knew, but for dramatic effect. Yeah. So seven weeks, I was already four weeks pregnant. Um, and he had two kids, a three-year-old and a eight or nine-year-old. Um, I hadn't met them yet. His ex had done a runner with them. Um, we were in the process of trying to find them. And I'm telling him that I'm pregnant. 21-year-old. Well, might have been 22. No, 21. Yeah. I won't, go into, I won't go into details, but like was contraception not a thing? I was on the pill for years before this. I was on the pill for years. And I knew that we'd both been clean because we both were tested. We were both pretty, you know, we, we, t- we take that stuff quite seriously. Um. So I actually was on the pill for like six years before that and I never had an issue. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I just, um, I guess, you know, I guess people, people first thoughts might've been, well, what about going down that, that protection path? But okay. Yeah. Yeah. We did. So we were both, we thought we were both safe because we were tested for, you know, it's we both clean. Um, and six years on the pill, I thought I was fine, but um, something must have happened. And honestly, we look at it as, as fate um, because, I was about to consider moving to Sydney, move away, get on with life. But he was so supportive of me and we moved in very quickly. And we had Noah, a little shout outs to young Nono. Oldest nephew. The legend. Oh, he's um yeah. he's the eldest nephew on uh dad's side. I've got oh, some, yes, yeah. yeah. So my sister yeah, your sister's got older ones. Yeah. Yeah. So shout outs to Brenna, Jack and Maddie. Um but yes, yeah. oldest on this side yes yeah so we had Noah I became a stepmother of a three-year-old an eight or nine-year-old and a newborn how does that that's got to that's got the psyche that's that's got to be an absolute like for those like for me that'd be a mind fuck how did you handle all that 22 23 and I I don't know I, I honestly don't know um we went through some pretty hard times with it um so we had the kids every weekend and we had to do 400 kilometres of driving every weekend with a newborn baby to do that. Um, but I was, he, there's no way he would have left his children behind and there's no way that he would have even considered a relationship with one or the other. And I love him for that because, as you know, um, my own biological fathers had nothing to do with us for many yeah, years. Um, we that's quite a sad story. Do you want to just delve in that real quick? Oh, it's not... I mean, to these days, it's not too sad for me. I know um, that might affect the other siblings a little bit more. Um, but um, 
we were very close with our father growing up um and he was you know my mom my dad we're all pretty connected and then when I started high school so 97 and I'm the oldest so you've got the younger two he took off um with one of mum's friends that uh, she worked with um and started a new family with them saw us a couple of times and just sort of took, took off and like fucked right off yeah yeah saw That's... us a couple of times but his wife really didn't like us and she really put that she's like she put she was horrible to us when we visited she was absolutely um yeah so I think she's forced that he had nothing to do with us since so um he's got other kids and stepkids and he hasn't had anything to do with us since so and you actually um, you actually have a brother um yeah yeah uh same age as my step stepson yeah yeah so um I think I met him once when he was three um when I was in that DV relationship I did go and ask for help and I think I was given $50 and sent on my way um but um you know, it's it, you live with that stuff, and and but having our family now, you go, how can somebody do that? You know, mm. it just it doesn't you to, make sense. It allows you to break the cycle and get it right. Mm. Yeah, it sucks that you so know. Sure, that... would have never done that. No, no way. Yeah, yeah, and I love him more for that. He's all about his kids. Um, so it was it was hard. I was traveling to work on a train um, with a newborn, ten week old baby, and stepkids that hated my guts. I could imagine. Absolutely hated my guts. How was it originally received, the big age gap with those around you? So like with the kids, with your other peers? I think everyone thought that I was a ditzy, ditzy young girl that's just after something and fell pregnant on purpose. I think people thought that it was just all a setup. Um, And that um, because there's 13 years between me and my stepson as well. So there's the same age gap between my husband and I and my stepson and I. Um, I don't... Mum, I think mum was not happy. Uh, apparently my sister dobbed on me and said, mum, Chrissy's dating an older man. Because mum's what, eight months? So Sean's born in 72 and mum's born in 65. So there's like six and a half years between them. <laughs> so so mum, mum's like, what? Um, Has he got a brother? <laughs> and then I told, yeah. Um, and then I told her I was pregnant to him and she's like, what? But um, I think she likes him. I think she likes him. He's, I think eventually everyone could see that I'm not the ditzy person after something or, or anything. It's just, it's, it's pure love. Just a reg- you were just it's, a regular old dickhead. Yeah, regular old dickhead. I think people just eventually saw that it's pure love that, that we have. Like, and people see us together now. And now that I look old and he still looks young. <laughs> so he's 49, still looks young. And I'm 36 and look for 49. Um, I, I just figured, I just figured that was the case because you stress a lot and sleep on your face. Yeah, that one too. Yeah. Squish <laughs> those wrinkles in. Um, but no, no, you know what? Now I have my husband of 14 years and we are still gooey, ooey, honeymooner. Um, I've got my stepson who's 23 um, and my stepdaughter who's Jessie. Uh, she's 16. Oh, my, oh, almost 16. No, she's 17 in April sugar and doing year 12 and she's my little bestie she's gorgeous I love it a bit we share everything together she's just amazing um Aiden's working hard he's covered in tattoos and makes me feel old and then we've got Noah who's in high school year eight who's 13 now he's our little glue that's held the family together and then we've got Isabel who's eight who has is the whirlwind of the family (laughs) hurricane is he 
Oh, she's just she's just all hugs and full of full of beans. And Noah's just oh. a gaming soccer player, nice young lad. There's no other way to describe him. Sweetheart, he's a sweetheart. So I'm, still, think, I'm still perceived as a favourite uncle, I think. Oh, Uncle Mitch. I, t- I had to tell them to leave me alone to have this conversation because they knew I was talking to you and I would be in trouble. You might be able to get them to say hello at the end if you want. <laughs> but, I'll, um, I'll look, definitely be uh, saying hello to him at some point. So, Oh, definitely. They love it. They love Uncle Mitch. Um, but, I mean, I guess your your stories, are, you, you know, a lot of your podcast is about relationships and what works and dating. So I can't tell you much about dating. Um, Sean and I just made it work and I think because it's pure love and we just work together all the time we call each other Team Kaczynski um, because we're, we're both very broad-minded um, so we, we don't judge so is it true that Kaczynski was a, an Austrian pie eating contest is that, is that what that night comes from I have no idea no, I was I just being a sm- I'm, oh. I'm just being a smart ass <laughs> I have no idea I just wanted to see how you bad. reacted that was bad it was gone so why'd you um, laugh at it? <laughs> I was laughing at I had no idea what you were talking about. So that's um, a bit normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, what, what, a few things I want to get across to you and to any listeners out there about what makes a relationship work is Sean and I have independent lives as well as together lives. So if he wants to go out for a drive, I'm not going to question him where he's going to go because his escape is going for a drive in his car. Well, could, right? And I'll make, make mention that Sean Sean's always had impressive performance style cars like skylines and they get it at i made him trade in the skyline for um the station wagon though um so we, we only had the station wagon for a little while and then it was a deal that he got his new little um jap crap his infinity um on the precursor and not, that we're, not, get... not that we're offending all japanese people but um no yeah. no no i that's just what i call him because i prefer muscle cars um but he got that car on the pre on the pretense that he was going to get the snip. And what are we, seven years later, he has not got the snip. Gee, don't hold back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he's still got his little sports car. So his thing to do is, is to go for a drive. Um, and I'm not going to question where he's going, what he's doing, who he's seeing. It's none of my business. I trust him enough to know that we've got a strong relationship. But as long as he gets that snip, it's all good. <laughs> because he gets that snip. I don't want any more hurricanes. Um, but he's also the same for me. He'll stay home and watch the children while I go dance whenever coronavirus restrictions allow us to dance again. Um, I'll go out and, and have a night with my friends and he'll stay home with the kids or come pick me up. Or We're both very just open. If we're both on our phones talking to friends outside, we don't question who we're talking to. It's, it's a mutual agreement. We help each other. We both have shared roles in the household because I'm a working full-time mum always have been since my babies were 10 weeks old um so I think it's just that we're constantly working on each other and same with how you look and see you know you've got to work on yourself you've got to be happy with your, within yourself to be happy within a relationship I'm just showing Christine the guns the guns you have to like so it's it's yeah. you know to be I I'm I'm one of the the philosophy and one thanks for sharing that that's nice to know that so long can pass and you can still wake up in the morning and still get lost in person's eyes. We are, but look, to be honest, we don't wake up next to each other. We go Spill to bed the tea. together. Spill the tea, Christine. So we make an effort every single night to go to bed together. Um, we think that's important. Um, we go to bed together, not one stays up and the other. You know, well, there are nights, obviously, where one of us is more tired than the other and we won't go to bed. 
but we go to bed together and then Sean wakes me up in the middle of the night with his snoring so I come to my bed and sleep in my bed so this poor bloke has been described as the nice guy who is great looking (laughs) and got all these good things going for him he's got to get the snip and he's got to go to a different room I don't think that's fair brother Sean I'm on your back champion I'm on your side champion no, no, he gets to stay asleep in his bed. I have my own room down the back of the house. I go. He okay. stays fast asleep. Poor Sean. And and that's that's <laughs> another thing we both have been like that since the beginning. Um, because I'm a very light sleeper. Um, and he's not. Poor Sean. So we sleep we sleep separately and it works for us. But oh, if it works know, fair enough. I, you're not actually yeah. the first um relationship that I'm aware of that people sleep in separate rooms because I wanted dad's friends. I won't name them. Um, so they're about dad's age and they've been married for a long time. And he sleeps separately because he snores that loud, which I've had the the sheer pleasure of hearing. And mind you, it sounded like a gutted bore. It was horrendous. Have you heard our parents? Oh, it's Have so you, much better. Honestly, the, the two of them together in their room, I the, the entire house can hear both of them snore. It shakes the walls. Yes. I do not know how they sleep together. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I, selective hearing and in your subconscious. I guess they've mastered it. Oh, horrible. horrible. But yes, yes, but it's, look, it's, not, I, it's not the greatest, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> I am aware of this, yes. I think, I think that the, the thing is that we still go to bed together. We don't just go goodnight and go to separate rooms. I think there's and still that connection. We are keeping night. it G-rated because you're going there to build forts together. Mate, we married and have four kids and work full-time. Ain't nobody got time for what you're thinking <laughs> Um, we, we go there and we, we, we look into it. We honestly, we still tell each other how much we love each other and we hug and we cuddle. There ain't nobody got time for that other stuff. I got, um, that's my relationship <laughs> with family dinner boxes at KFC. Like You lie in bed and look at their face and tell them how much you love them. You feel dirty while you're doing it, but you know, everything's going to be okay at the end as long as you get your refresher towel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout outs to the local Colonel. You have made me fat for a lot of years. Thanks champion. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's my dating story. It's its a bit long, chaotic. It's been a long time since I've been in the dating game, but um, I guess I can say through every experience, you, you find what, what you want, what you well, desire. That's, that's why I'm here. Like, that's why I want to connect the people and share these interesting stories. Um, mm. I mean, you know, and if, you, if you're lucky enough to have a laugh along the way, then, you know, and if people can perceive that and then, relate to the dv thing and go you know what this person has strength maybe i can take something from that or if someone goes like mitch's jokes need to get ever better quality i can't relate to that that's what we're all here for look you do you do tell some really good ones and and i've i've cracked up a few but there's i mean there's been a couple this time that that they just haven't been there i'm i'm sorry i I nearly passed out i care so little what you think Smashed you there, brah. Um, Thanks, brah. Now, nah, so yeah, that's it. Was interesting to um, you know, to hear that story. So, you know, thank you for sharing. Um, and Sean, I feel your pain, bro. I um, I don't know, know how it deals with me. I don't know if you're gonna want to travel state transit, but the poor bloke's just been thrown under three buses. So, <laughs> <laughs> he, honestly, he's. He's an incredible man. He makes me feel like a princess. Oh, there's no crawl on your way back after that. Oh, there is. He just snores. That's his only fault. Oh, maybe he just does it so he doesn't have to hear you talk to him. <laughs> it could be. It could be. He's got to have some escape. Oh. I don't know how I got so lucky. Oh, <laughs> but no, like if you obviously there's 
if you find, if you're lucky enough in this day and age to find a winning, you know, equation to make it work, you know, stepkids, your own kids later. And, you know, in the absolute crazy smorgasbord that is the family. I mean, yep. you know, there's so many grandkids. There's, you know, there's five of us and each of us at least has two kids. Except me. Yep. Got none. Um, maybe one day. But um, yeah. You, yeah, definitely one day. I think you just, I, it was just, I think when you're not looking, when you're not trying so hard, when you're not so nervous about finding the one, I think it happens. And that's what happened for me. I mean, it's the same as, you know, we tried to fall pregnant with Isabel for a few years and it didn't happen. Then we gave up trying and it happened straight away. I think it's when you're not looking and you're not trying so hard that it works. Well, I'm going to hop on to redhotpie.com.au. <laughs> Just go in there looking for a hookup, though. You might come out with the love of your life. <laughs> take an inch. Don't worry give about an age, age, you, Give an inch, take a mile kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. That's about all I could do is give an inch and take a lot of regret. That's a bit Poor <laughs> Freddie. Poor Freddie. Oh, I should make a Freddie profile. <laughs> Poor Freddie. Interests include hangouts and popping up from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear that's, that's enough penis jokes mitch okay so you know and you know you know my people have heard my dating histories and stuff so at the moment um i've i was in port Macquarie over the weekend and i caught up a nice girl we had dinner and a few drinks and yeah it's, it's a nice girl and um shout outs i won't name her because i just keep it private of course for so it happens there. honestly girls when you meet mitch i just i don't know if you're just looking for a hookup or not but he's a lovely boy and that's the nicest i've ever been to you in your entire life but you're still it's a reverse hand compliment you just called me a boy yeah. <laughs> he's a sweetheart he honestly mitch you deserve a really nice woman because i know that you will treat your woman well as a carer you just called me a boy yeah, boy, you are. Yeah. You're my little bro. Oh, stop being so condescending. It doesn't suit you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's a, that's a bit of time spoken on relationships. Awesome. And uh, what we might do is that time of the segment or the week, whereas we might, if you're up for it, would you like to join me for having a bitchy with Mitchy? Yes, bitchy with Mitchy. All right. So once again, the segment where... We delve into something that's pissed us off, whether it's in the form of someone's rudeness or being cut off, whatever it is. We have a good old whinge. So tell <laughs> us what's something this week that's pissed you off or in general that pisses you off. Look, it's going to be in general because it's every day that I come across it that it pisses me off. Bullying. I hate bullies. I hate people that just have to put other people down for no reason whatsoever. Kind of like being called About a boy. Ways, yeah, like a boy. Um it's your boyish good look. Um, I do have the complexion of a 12-year-old Greek boy. <laughs> but it's bullies. I can't stand bullies. I, And in this day and age, the fact that we are still bullying and looking down on homosexual relationships, on transgender, on anything like that, at Gen- bisexual. Gentrifying, gentrifying minorities and stuff like that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It drives me insane. I cannot believe that to this day, there are still people that will discourage their children from being like that, that will discourage their children from talking to people like that. I mean, my daughter's come home and told me about how one of her friends says that gay people are horrible because their dad said so. So, and so when, when, you, when, you, say, when you say people like that, do they refer to someone of a minority 
that might happen to be homosexual and go, yes. people like that referring to them as that. They're vermin. Yes. Uh, it's, yes. Yeah. I no, that I just, that pisses me off it. too. And something that we're we're very open with with my family is you be who you want to be. You fall in love with whoever you want to fall in love with, and we will love you no matter what, no differently. Yeah. Um. And that's that. That I I just can't believe that in this day and age, that's not that's not normal to raise a child like that. Well, it's um. But that's it's, my about me. No, I I agree with you. I I believe that there are a certain percentage of Australians in the world that are bigoted, closed off, think they know better than everything. Mm. I mean, mm. I one one example I can give of this bigotry thing is like I um when I was living in the resort I spoke about last week with Carl, you go like because it was. We were lucky because I've, I've lived overseas and I've, in my lifetime, I've had a chance to meet people from all over the world, you know, an eclectic range of people, you know, identifying as different LBGTQ sexual preferences, people of different religious backgrounds, et cetera. So, you know, it, it, that, that teaches you to empathize and show compassion into other minorities. And I think it makes you a better person. And these hmm. people that are generally, 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 generally so hateful of others are people that have never left their little community. So like, yeah, it's, it's not only genders either, though, Mitch. It's 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 racism as well. Yeah. like it, it, it's stereotyping races and things like it. It all just drives me absolutely mad. We're all human. We're all equal. Simple. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, like I'll just this one example I was going to give was when I was living at the resort. We went we went to Lithgow to have a few beers because we had a night off. And as we're doing it, we're just at one of the local pubs. And the absolute like this. Black Sea, rah, rah, and oh, you know, they never work. And I was just thinking, that's horrendous. Um, no. I just yeah. like, I, I, you looked at him, I was, I, you know, I looked at him and said, mate, like, show me on the doll where he touched you. What have you been done to have been hurt so badly? Oh, I don't even know him, but still, it's like, well, mate, how can you judge him? You, you don't, don't know, even him. know him. Yeah. Like, Mind your that's... fucking business, he said. I said, well, don't speak so loud, you cockhead. Like, it's not cool. No, no, I'm with you, Mitch. And I think, I think you and I um, also bond a lot on that sort of stuff as well. I think you and I are very open-minded with this sort of stuff. Um, very, you know, passionate as well about just people. Com- people. Compassionate, I think, is a good word. Mm. Um, and just, yep. uh, just giving a shit about your fellow man or woman, or you know, who, you know, who, fellow per- fellow person. Um, you try to and be raising pe- your children that way as well. You know, I mean, I remember when Jesse. One day there was two men kissing on the television and Jesse's going, that's disgusting. They're going to hell. And I went, where did that come from? That does not come from my family. That's not how I've raised my children. Stereotypes portrayed um, in the media maybe? I mean, who knows? Well, no, she learned it from a Christian teacher. She was actually my hated teacher at high school, a Christian teacher. So we, you know, I had a really in-depth conversation with her and now she thinks, you know, she, she sees that now and she thinks it's just sweet that somebody yeah. has found love. Is it true that every time you touch a Bible, your skin your skin gets seared? Is that still happening? Or yeah, yeah, <laughs> I've sinned so many times. Oof, careful, honey. I've been hurt before. Snap. <laughs> a horrendous joke. Sorry, um, but no. That's fair, my I, bitchy with Mitchy, Mitchy. No, nah, fair enough. That's that's a good one. You tell you you're bringing in all the stops today, talking about DV and awareness, and you know, speaking about racism and good on you. Um, mine's more of a first world problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's another driving one isn't it no no it's not because <laughs> just no what pisses me off is actually i don't even know what i'm going to think about i haven't so okay so it's like you know i always, always talk about like selfish people or drivers or whoever 
But like when you uh, emailed, I went to a certain phone provider the other day and they emailed saying, can you come in store um, and sign up to a new contract? Which I armed and armed, done, okay. I said, well, can I do it over the phone? I said, no, you have to physically come in and sign the paperwork. Cool, I get there, everything's going fine. And then they're like, oh yeah, but to get final approval, we need you to ring this number because we can't actually delve into that part of things. And it was like, that seems very counterproductive um so i signed up with a new phone plan and some certain things they can do in store and some they can't and because i wanted like uh, extra insurance and stuff on this this specific phone i've got i still had to ring and get extra like um like permission and stuff to do it see i used to work in telecommunications and that sounds really dodgy to me because if you're getting someone to come into a store you want to have all the service that you're able to do right there and then you want to yeah. make it easy for the customer well it yeah. was it's one of the big three in australia um and i was like i know i i worked for one of the big three and i think they've just got dodger and dodger oh it just it's horrendous i got the phone now and it's allowed me to do great things like sign up for redhotpie.com.au <laughs> <laughs> oh, god dear. i better make sure that profile of mine's not on there <laughs> oh, it's certainly getting it's getting posted if it is. Um, the title is me with my pussy cat. I'm glad you said cat. Fair <laughs> dinkum. I, I try to sort like an eagle, but I'm surrounded by turkeys. Dead set. Um, See, back then you just put a normal profile picture up. There was no sexy photos. <laughs> I don't have any sexy photos. I've got extra sexy photos. Oh yeah, smolder. <laughs> so yeah. Um, well, it's interesting. We've been talking now for about an hour, so that's that's a good amount of time. Um, I told you that's a lot. I've got a lot in my dating history, Mitch. Oh, that's good. Like, this is good. So, <laughs> so just to recap today, thanks for coming on. And also, if you are, if you're someone out there who is potentially going through, you know, a tough time DV-wise, domestic violence, it's okay to raise your hand and go, you know what, I need some help. So professional services out there that are free to access, I'll put a link underneath and even, even if, if you're a man or a woman that thinks you are maybe crossing that line as well get get some help get some education around it yeah because you there are programs out there to teach you how to deal with your emotions and and react more appropriately and, and build your relationship rather than keep crossing that line yeah and you know you can message into the show. I got a new, I got a new Facebook page. It's a uh, the Mitch, the Life is a Mitch podcast. Just search for it. It's a closed group. I'll have to accept you, or you can email me at midi underscore fifty eight at hotmail.co.uk. Why that email? Because that was one from the UK. It's not my primary one. I couldn't be bothered making a new one. So midr underscore fifty eight hotmail.co.uk. And uh, yeah, so that's episode six for Life's a, a Mitchy Mitch. So thanks guys, and um, yeah, I'll catch you on the next one. Bye for now.